And today is a day where we just don't know where the buttons are, apparently. But today is Wednesday, October the 12th, 2022. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. This happens to be a broadcast. We're calling things you might have heard because sort of stuck uh whether you're watching this live watching this and a recording or checking out the audio podcast later on thank you so much for being a part of the family checking out things you might have heard we're gonna have for you eight news stories that were vetted by you guys things that happened over the past 30 hours or so that are pretty conversational things you can start your coffee chats with for the morning so we'll get into that pretty darn quickly i want to remind you that we have a website where we house this thing at this is a conversation project.com. So check out the website for more details on what's going on. And up in the corner, you can see links for the feeds right now. That's how we get the information for what we're talking about. Uh, so check those out and see if you can be a part of the show going live about 5.50, a little late today, uh, every single weekday morning. Let's get into the new stories right now. Keeping it pithy, keeping it moving as a tertiary news source. Let's move on to prosecutors drop charges against Adnad Saeed in 1999 murder of ex-girlfriend Jaime Lee. Uh, this is the murder that got all the love and attention from 2014 when the serial podcast was out. Uh, uh, you know, see it already being in prison for over a decade at that point, uh, serving 23 or so years and in prison released a few months ago, but on an ankle bracelet now charges are dropped completely. It's almost like this thing never happened, even though he spent 25, 24, 23 years uh, in prison for a murder that DNA evidence is saying he could not have committed. Now, some of the issues surrounding this thing happen to be the fact that the family of Lee did not find about the, uh, the dropping charges until they saw it on TV. Not a bad look. Prosecutor did not let them know on that one. And two, that means the murder of their daughter is now, after 25 years, unsolved again, which would cause some issues. Also, the Said family are getting apologies for, you know, what they had to go through for what's going on. Uh, Mr. Said decides that uh, now that he's out of prison, he's going to go back to his education, be a little bit delayed, and hopefully he'll get a law degree. We'll see how this plays out because it's not quite over, especially now they have to find a new person to charge in the murder. Our second story of the morning, University of Florida students protest, say Republican Senator Ben Sass poses threat, that's in quote, as president. Yesterday, Ben Sass, uh, or two days ago, I guess, two, Ben Sass went to the University of Florida where he is supposedly going to get a job as a, as a president. He's going to drop, he's going to resign from Congress essentially at the end of this year and take over the job at Florida uh, at the beginning of 2013. He was holding a forum for students and faculty to kind of talk about what he would could provide. And in the melee, in the process, in the whole shebang, students all around the campus held a massive protest. Now, remember, some students don't have a problem with Ben Sass, some students don't really know who he is, but some students believe him as the next president pose a threat and as having the right to assemble and have protests. They did it very loudly. Whether this will sway the administration on hiring Mr. Sass, Senator Sass, uh, from this job, probably not. But we will see what comes about from this one as well. As Live Golf heads to Saudi Arabia, Dustin Johnson has already locked up season-long individual title. The Live Golf Championship is going to Saudi Arabia. The big shebang is happening for the Live Golf first year of life. And Dustin Johnson is so far ahead, nobody can catch him. 
they're all playing for number two essentially right now, but they're all playing for number two in very big money. Live Golf Tour has been controversial. It's been extremely in the news as called sports washing because essentially the Saudi Arabians uh, washing away all the kind of dirty things they do by bringing the best golfers and putting on a good show and having, since you have a good show, then you have, you know, less complaints about what's going on. Same sort of thing happens. I know personally, cause I'm a big fan of WWE. Uh, WWE puts in a, a very big, very expensive, very over the top uh, pay. Uh, they call them now premium live event uh, in Saudi Arabia every year as a part of their Saudi season. They have like a month of celebrations. That's more or less marketing. Uh, same thing applies there. Uh, but the big story here is the fact that the live golf tour, survived a year i'm sure it'll be around for a while they've got plenty of money to throw at these people the people who have jumped ship from pga or other independents to this tour they're happy enough counting their money so they don't seem to have a problem with it many other people have a problem with live golf kaylee kuko pregnant with first child with tom pelfrey uh this is news breaking on the instagram yesterday that kaylee kuko from all the cutesy little blondie things she does uh is now pregnant with her first child with her new boyfriend tom pelfrey congratulations to uh, ms kuko and um congratulations to the new family and we'll you know this thing will develop obviously let's move on to another story which is a bit more deep here we go cnn forced to apologize after entering thailand killing site we have talked um, extensively about the um, man who went into the daycare and stabbed all the, the children and the, the, the adults working there. We talked a lot about uh, the whole whole thing. And, and the angle mostly comes from the fact that it's a, um, you know, mass violence and things like this may be rare in other places, but it does occur. Something that sort of got missed and something that, uh, that kind of stuck in the back of my head early on in this thing. The next day after the attack, CNN did broadcasting from the from the, the, the place, from the building. They did broadcasting and did reports, recording reports and doing some live shots from inside the building, even describing some of the, the gruesome uh, scene that the cleanup had not been done. Obviously, Thailand police aren't like CSI in Miami and rope things off and don't let people in. And so CNN did a lot of reporting for a good day or so from inside of the killing site. And now they had to apologize for doing something that was overly crass and unnecessary. CNN having a bunch of issues with a lot of things these days, mostly trying to rebrand itself. Uh, we're going to see how the new shows are going to do itself. But this is not helping having to apologize for something that's pretty gosh uh in this uh case right here let's move on to another story another story that's pretty gosh and it's bill murray being gosh everybody loves bill murray but there have been all sorts of um rumblings of things going on after his last movie and just things that have been kind of going on you know the whispers and stuff you know people love somebody but there's you know things people whisper about bill murray kissed and straddled crew member on shutdown movie being mortal one of the things that led to uh anise Hassan's um He's not sorry's uh, losing of the, the ability to produce his first movie is bad behavior by Bill Murray. Bill Murray, who is mostly beloved by pretty much everybody. I mean, the Wu-Tang Clan uh, had a clause in the selling of their big secret album that went to Martin Shrecky that it could be stolen in a caper by Bill Murray. And that's OK, although Bill Murray never actually agreed to the caper. So that's you know part of the problem there as well. But Bill Murray um, acting extremely inappropriate on the set of this movie led to investigations into Bill Murray and led to less people loving Bill Murray these 
these days. Uh, we're going to see what happens to be your moral. Maybe they'll digitally alter out Bill Murray out of the movie like they did of uh, the stuff for Kevin Spacey. They can do that now. Uh, but we do know one of the reasons why or many of the reasons wrapped around things is bad behavior, uh, comments and proof and showings and knowing that Bill Murray kissed and straddled crew members on the stuff caused some stuff. Meanwhile, Blade, Marvel Studios pauses. Production gets officially delayed. The new Blade reboot, uh, reboot it's a reboot because Blade's been done before, but now uh, officially sucking Blade into, pun intended, the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the upcoming new revival. I mean, they read in a bunch of other stuff anyway. Uh, it's been delayed because there's no producer. There's now bad beef. All the stars behind it are a bit bummed about it, but it's not off the schedule yet. But the likelihood of this thing, well, it's not going to make the schedule like it's supposed to. Likely get it made. It's still there. They just aren't going to start production in weeks <laughs> like they had originally had on the schedule. Marjorie Taylor Greene blames Democrats' policies for killing hogs from helicopter. You're going to have to actually read this one to kind of get the full gist of it. But Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, went on a um, hog hunt from a helicopter shooting feral hogs. And because of Democrats' policies, there are hogs, feral hogs running around in places that allowed for her to have to, or a people in general to, go to helicopters and shoot them. It's a bit convoluted. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene, so it's all sort of whatever's in her head and then, you know, whatever's in her head. Um, but it's 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 not, and it, the, the biggest problem is what she did. I've got no problem with her uh, on a feral hog hunt from a helicopter. I've got no issue with that whatsoever. Feral hogs are a big deal, big issue. And the way to deal with feral hogs is to literally kill them. Now, some people believe it's it's not exactly um, a fair hunt to fly around in a helicopter to shoot them. But, you know, that's where the argument should be. Marjorie Taylor Greens blames the Democrats for feral hogs. And, yeah, that, that. So this is our teaser story for today. We're going to post this in about an hour, maybe a little bit less. And if you want to talk about this one, it's simple. You just engage with it in our feeds when it goes live. Like it, love it, hate it, share it on Facebook or on Twitter. The headline is Damon Wayans Sr. and Damon Wayans Jr. will star in their own CBS multicam comedy sitcom. And if all they do is squint at each other and talk in really baby voices, you know, this thing's a 10-year hit, guaranteed. But if we want to chat more about the what's coming up and how it's going to be played out, you just go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. You see them scrolling at the bottom. They're also in the top corner of the, um, when we squeeze this back down there, they're on Facebook and Twitter. Every 50 minutes, we post a new story, and all you need to do is just engage with it throughout the day. The higher engagement, the higher score it gets. And at 5 in the morning, we pull all the stuff out of Facebook and Twitter, put it in a spreadsheet that gives you a true score, and then we uh, cut from that on Tuesday through Thursday, Thursday through Friday, uh, 15 uh, the top 15 stories, pick eight stories from that to give you on these days. On Mondays, we have about 90 stories. So we pick the top 30, and then we pick from them 10 stories to present to that. It's simple. Follow the feeds and get all that done at Facebook and on Twitter. Let's talk about Fundrise for a moment. This is a conversationproject.com slash Fundrise is my affiliate link for the Fundrise platform. What it does is allows you to invest in real estate as if you're investing into a mutual fund or a stock ETF. Other people will buy the real estate and manage the properties and they 
do a fairly good job of it. So far, with the craziness in the market and especially the, the volatility happening now, Fundrise is still actually a positive investment. I have made positive money since I started with Fundrise in January. I'm in the black for my investment. You know, things have gotten a little rocky lately and things have changed. So it's not making it as much as early did early on. But Fundrise is still doing great investment work for you right now. And now's a great time to get into it. Even if the market does fluctuate a little bit, this is the way to diversify your portfolio. For the next 30 days, once you sign up, you're going to get free, um, free money. They're not going to charge their advisory fee. They charge a little percentage of what you put in to work your fund. They're also going to give you some extra shares of funds if you join right now. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash fundrise. You can put down, you know, it's minimum investments. It's nothing major, but you can invest your invest wisely and extend your portfolio into real estate, which has been safer for the moment than stocks uh, right now using fundrise. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash fundrise. Our website of notes, our main website, double the main website, double the goodness. This is a conversationproject.com. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do here brought to you by more better media LLC. And what you can do at our website is you can see what we have to see. We have uh, the uh, newsletters and replays of the conversations, this conversation project stuff. Uh, we also have um, links to um, sponsorship opportunities and partnership opportunities to help keep things going. If we're offering great content and great value, we hope that you will uh, help us keep things along. You can find links to our YouTube page and our uh, face, uh, Facebook and Twitter, obviously, and our um our podcast that's what it is a podcast link so you want to just listen to this in your car on the way to work uh we dropped the podcast about five ten minutes it gets edited and put into the uh the, the software and it gets availability about five ten minutes after we're done with the recording here so check all that out at this is a conversation project.com check us out for a link to our tiktok thing not doing much with it right now but we're going to figure it out pretty soon promise Today things, October 12th is the day. And so we're going to celebrate birthdays for Hugh Jackman, who's about to get back into the scene with the spiky hair and maybe the yellow suit for Wolverine, or not Wolverine, for Deadpool 3 at reprising the role of Wolverine. And twin for his day, Adam Rich. That's a name you don't hear often because he doesn't do very much often. Adam Rich starred as the youngest child in Eight in Enough, and he is 54 years old today. Oddly enough, Almost the same age, 52, is Kirk Cameron, who Charles starred as a child star as well, not in the 70s, but in the 80s, uh, as a teenager, as opposed to a younger child. So uh, two child child stars, now Kirk Cameron's still doing his stuff, and Hugh Jackman, who probably was pretty interesting as a child, but you know now Broadway guy and movie guy and Wolverine guy and that guy, 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 guy. Let's go on to, oh, today we celebrate we enunciate we do other adjectives to explain today is moment of frustration scream day now i really 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 wanted to go with gumbo day mostly because i made gumbo over the weekend but this is an inter interesting thing here it's international moment of frustration scream day so once you read that moment of frustration well you don't necessarily have the right to scream but you can scream it's a day to talk just just kind of get that frustration out once you get that moment where you can't get to more frustrated that peak if you will that camel straw back thing scream probably not in front of everyone but scream there's links to all this stuff and things you can learn about that to get, get, get deeper into it but um 
yeah, I should have went the gumbo day. I really wanted to. There's also like a, a, a pie day. It was a good pie that was there as well. But we do too much food. So we're going with moment of frustration scream day. If you don't like it, tell me in the comments. We'll go back to more food. Trust me. If you're the kind of person who likes to put away a baked potato as late as late snack, but think it could make you fat, don't worry. Just says speak with food, but there you go. A New Zealand nutritionist says it's a myth that eating carbohydrates such as potatoes, rice, or bread at night will make you put on weight. Nutritionist and dietitian Jenny Pierce said a person's total energy intake over 24 hours should be the focus, not the meal at the time that you eat. So think about it. If you are going to bed and eat a large meal full of carbs, you're obviously going to spend the next eight hours if you sleep eight hours, right? You're going to spend the next uh, eight hours asleep, not doing any massive movements unless you're one of those guys or like my wife who basically punches me in the, in the throat three or four times a night at, while we're sleeping. Uh, you're not burning too many extra calories because you're not doing anything else. You burn calories just by breathing, by living, but you're not going to burn anything excess. But just because you put it on before bed doesn't mean it just sits there forever. It's your overall intake and um, expenditure over 24 hours that basically works what's going on. So if you get a good workout and you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed, it's fine. Even eating the, the last minute snack is fine. Now, just eating it for the sake of eating things, yeah, that might be an issue. But you still have to look at your overall health and your overall fitness level, your overall activity, as opposed to just the late night snack. If all you're doing is late night snacking and not doing any activity, then that's what's making you fat. Those are words I just said. It's not Tuesday, and I knew I shouldn't have done that. It is actually Wednesday, October 12, 2022. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for today, which is actually stuff from Tuesday the 11th. Thank you so much for being a part of the show with us for this day. We love having you here, being live or recorded, or if you you know, like the audio version, uh, check the links for the podcast version of this. You can, you'll get, drop about 10 minutes after I'm done saying these words, make sure you are staying hydrated, staying limber and staying on task today. We hit this mark at uh, under 19 minutes, so we're working our best to keep it down on time. A little less chatterboxy and uh, maybe a little less fun. You let me know if I should add more stuff or take more stuff right now. It's a toss-up whether the the fact, the auditor fact, and the, the birthdays are bringing it to what we have going on here. I think it does. It adds to the morning show flavor of this. If it's not, you, we can make this an update and cut the round. You let me know what you think about how about that one. Uh, so yeah, so let's get ready for another great day, a perfect Wednesday. We have some rain coming into the area for the south here in Little Rock. Some potential for some storms so keep an eye on us as we get things going on i'll keep an eye on you guys going on need to chat reach out we'll chat i'm here and i'm here posting new news stories every 50 minutes uh posting right now or post should post it by right now if you go there is a story at angela asbury who passed away yesterday and i totally missed that in all all the news until i got started working on this one and so we'll probably talk about that one tomorrow that's when i'm almost positive that we'll get the attention to be in range tomorrow but we'll talk about the weigh-ins sci plurals we shall see tomorrow with things you might have heard from the Conversation Project, brought to you by More Better Media, LLC.